It is Friday, July 12th, and this is The Raley. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it is time for a fresh off the all-star break edition of The Raley. Scranton Wilkesbury headed into the break with a five and a half game lead in the IL North Division. They come out of the break with, well, well an interesting story at the very least. They send four all-stars to the Midsummer Classic down in El Paso. And those four didn't quite make it back in time for the start of Thursday's game. Mike Ford, Ryan McBroom, and Kyle Higashioka, trio of position players, and then pitcher J.P. Fireisen. So the Rail Riders went into Thursday's action without a designated hitter. Daniel Camarena pitched and batted ninth. And it's interesting because Camarena was an All-American first baseman in high school, drafted as a pitcher by the New York Yankees, and of course had made it all the way up to the big leagues, even just last week, getting his first taste of putting on a big league uniform. And so for Scranton Wilkesbury, they had a very capable hitter, though Camarena finished 0 for 3. But the Rail Riders gave him some early support in the top of the second inning with two outs, nobody on. Seventh batter in the lineup, first baseman, Ryan LaVarnway. Here's the toss, LaVarnway. Long drive towards right field. Liriano going back to the warning track, it's gone. Solo blast for Ryan LaVarnway goes opposite field. And the Rail Riders take a one to nothing lead. Normally a catcher, but with the shortage of Mike Ford, Ryan McBroom, LaVarnway in at first base and his bat was well needed. But the Rail Riders lead was short-lived. It was a two-run home run by Syracuse's first baseman, Travis Tyrone, in the bottom of the second that gave the Mets a 2-1 lead. They added to it with a Gregor Blanco single in the third inning, and it was a 3-1 deficit facing Scranton-Wilkesbury after three innings. It was that way through the fourth, through the fifth, and then in the top of the sixth inning, one of the hottest hitters before the break, Tyler Wade, came to bat. The 0-1 to Tyler Wade, drives it high into the air, and this is out of here. Tyler Wade clears the ballpark. Second home run of the game, a solo blast for the Rail Riders. They get a solo shot from LaVarnway to right, Now Wade goes yard. It's 3-2 here in the top half of the sixth inning. That cut the deficit to one, but that was it. In the seventh inning, Syracuse plated a run. All those runs coming off the starter, Daniel Camarena, who went seven innings, four runs, all earned on just 86 pitches. It was a quick game, but the Rail Riders, they just couldn't get it going offensively. Two runs on seven hits as they fell 4-2 Thursday night to the Syracuse Mets. Coming out of the break, We had a chance to chat with Rail Riders hitting coach Phil Plantier. And we dive into a lot of things, but for a guy that's been through the rigor of a minor league and plenty of major league seasons, we wanted to know from Phil if there was any advice he gave to the guys on how to maximize their all-star break so they came back ready to go for the stretch run. I think every every player has their own way of doing it. The guys with their families get to spend some quality time with their families. Uh, Some guys go and they visit. They visit home, wherever that may be. Um, it's good. It's nice for them to get a break. And uh, sometimes their bodies just get a blow from, from playing every day, and they get recharged that way. Uh, uh, some guys, like you said, the, the, the few guys that went to the All-Star game, I hope it was a great experience for them. I haven't had a chance to talk to them since they've been – they're not even back yet, so I haven't had a chance to talk to them about it. But it was fun watching those guys on TV and – Hopefully that was a positive experience for them, and they can use that positive uh, experience and take that into the second half. And there was a lot of guys here um, doing some things the right way prior to the All-Star break. So my goal is just to get them back on track as soon as possible and get back into the routine routines right away. 
How did you spend your all-star break? I know I was at home. I had a honey-do list, things that needed done. Did you have the chance to go all the way across the country? I know Zach Zayner did. Or were you just in Scranton? Were you just taking a few days away? Uh, personally, traveling 3,000 miles is not a break. So I chose to stay in Scranton. Uh, got some work done. Uh, watched some of the, I watched the All-Star game just like everybody else. It's a baseball fan. Um, and took a day to do some laundry. So mine was actually very uneventful at the same time. Um, having a few extra days kind of helps me uh, plan ahead. What's coming up uh, the next third of the season? We're a few games away from the last third of the year. I'm trying to anticipate things that will be coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, um, a month after that. So if I get a kind of a, uh, a, a, a brief uh, just kind of a rough sketch about what could be coming up. Um, I'll be more prepared when they do. Talking with hitting coach Phil Plantier, obviously a big story across AAA baseball. And you see on the AAA All-Star game, elevated numbers for everybody at this stage of a season, looking at the 90 to 100 game mark. A number that caught me last week, it's not the home runs, the fact that we've already surpassed what we hit in 138 games last year, but we're up a run and a half per game this season versus where we were last year. Is this a better offensive club? Is it the baseball? Is it any number of things that factor into why offense is up or through the roof this year? Well, the history of the game has always evolved based on first the strike zone. So like the history of the game, you can go back and look at it. The strike zone dictates how pitchers pitch, then the, the hitters are counter punchers. And that's kind of always been the sequence of events. Now you throw in another variable in there with the baseball change in the big league, second half of 15, obviously, um, the game changed there. Um, so now that we have that a similar baseball, I won't say same, I'll say similar baseball here in AAA, I mean, you're seeing, you're seeing the same trend, uh, more runs being scored. Um, I think that's a strong contributor, but I do believe that uh, guys that were here for example, like a Mike Ford, uh, Ryan McBroom, um, I do feel that they have gotten better in some other areas, and you pile that on with the baseball change. I think that contributes to some of the elevated numbers. Um, I think pitchers um, are just as good as they have been in the past. If anything, there's more movement on the pitches because of this baseball. Um, and I think the hitters are quicker to adjust now to the pitchers um, just because they're getting more experience. Finally for you, Phil, despite being the offensive boon that this season has been, do you get an appreciation for when our guys, our pitchers, go out there and throw a gem? We've seen it from Camarena. We've seen it from Chance Adams and Nestor Cortez. All of these guys, Espinal, just before the break, when they go out there and they're putting up you know, seven innings of one run, two run ball, does that mean more to you, to a, to a guy who appreciates offense now than it might have? Oh, absolutely. Um, and from a hitting coach's standpoint, um, when our when our pitchers are taking care of business out on the hill, it's, that means our position players aren't playing defense as long, and we're in the dugout, and they're on they're playing defense. So it's we get to hit more. Uh, we get more opportunities there. But yeah, it's uh, I think execution, whether you're a pitcher or a hitter, is still the name of the game. Everybody plays on the same field with the same baseball, with the same rules, and the game's always going to come down to, to, to your prep work, your game plan, and your execution. And whether you're on the mound or in the batter's box, 
uh, your ability to do better, better than that than your opponent uh, is going to determine who wins. Big thanks to Phil for being our pregame guest, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. Scrant Wilkesbury gets back in action tonight with 705 first pitch in Syracuse. Pregame coverage begins at 635. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.